Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Oh, coming in hot for another live rule of two. And Mark Fernandez, how are you? You good? I'm we're, good, man. We're doing uh, we're doing something geeky. We're doing yeah. something sweaty. We wanted yeah. to we wanted to celebrate Star Wars, remind us all what it's like to be a Star Wars fan. And what better way to do that? Yeah, than to look at some of the classics, some of the toys, all the toys in the Star Wars universe, and talk about what it means to us as kids, what it means now. Get those nostalgia feels. Yeah, going. you know, like. It was a great idea on, on your part. Two minutes ago, as we were prepping for this, I mean, you know, we're going to talk about the rules and the guidelines we'll, we'll of, you know, we'll talk about all that. But yeah. I just started realizing um, that the movies were great, mm-hmm. you know, and like you saw them when you were young and you, you know, like whatever. Yeah. But what was actually special about mm-hmm. Star Wars was that the movie continued in your imagination when you right. went home with those action figures? Absolutely, you know. So it, it elevated Star Wars to a to an unreasonable level of 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 mind control mm-hmm. over us as kids, as being like our main like you know um, way to escape, right? Like yeah, absolutely. And if you couldn't have the toys, and I remember doing this, I would go to to school, yeah. and on recess we would play Star Wars, right. and I would be Han Solo or Luke Skywalker. We'd get our Princess Leia, we'd get some droids, and we go, "No, you go there." And I was usually directing, of course. <laughs> right. So I'm like, "You go over there. We're going to do the scene where Han sneaks up on the biker scout, and then he makes a noise and he starts fighting. And then we're going to take the skin and go over here." I mean, I had this all planned out. Yeah, and like the like, I mean, the flashlight. You oh know, yeah, going go, going out at night as a kid. I'm talking seven years old, six years old. Turning on that flashlight, seeing the beam of light, mm-hmm. you know, coming off the flashlight, and playing lightsabers with flashlights. With flashlights, would you do this if it was a foggy night? Yeah, I go. We got to go outside right now because you could actually see the beams. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. lightsabers. The foggier, the better. <laughs> the foggier, the better. We'd go out and we'd just be like Roger Craig Smith, our friend, uh, friend of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. He was the voice of Batman and all these things. 
we would do that all the time. Right. Me and him would be playing Star Wars all the time. So these are some good nostalgia feel, yeah. feels here. So that's why we wanted to do this. Yeah, because look, for a little housekeeping. Yeah, let's know, do it. Um, I just – I didn't want to do another show because, yeah, there's some news. There's like a new uh, – they got a new head of development that's yeah. going to oversee the live-action Star Wars. She's Which a is, producer of Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. Great. She's yeah, a JJ qualified, person. Very qualified. qualified. Yeah. But it's like I don't want to get into the KK doesn't – you know, you know, what is there to get K, into yeah. though? I mean it's like yeah. we know that she produced Force Awakens and, and Rise of Skywalker and worked with JJ on a number of his movies. So great. How right. do we speculate? <laughs> right, right. Uh, well. Yeah. So it's like let's not get into any of that stuff. Nah. Let's talk about – Star Wars toys, what they mean to us, in our top ten list. There's going to be a bunch of honorable mentions too. Yeah. Okay. We have some honorable mentions. We chose our top ten. So everybody that's joining us now in the live chat, thank you for doing so. Thanks for that super chat, by the way. That super chat question. Uh, you know, Fernandez, you can do what it you want. Yeah. And uh, I'll read it here: the Millennium Falcon, greatest toy ever. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty much. Well, look, we wonder look, if no it's going to make it. No, no spoilers because we have a long list to get through. But let me just give the rules of the list before we go into – Rules our, of the list okay. are forthcoming. Please. Yes. So basically it's any Star Wars toy that isn't a video game. That's Pretty ba- simple. That's yeah. ba- because like if the video games counted – I mean the video games are taking half if not like the entire list. The Star Wars video game, I mean – Yeah, and we, we did a video game episode. We did a video Rolla game episode. Two. You can check that out. So basically it's every single Star Wars toy that isn't a video game. This includes tabletop games. Tabletop games, yep. This includes RPGs. Yep. This includes the whole gambit, just not a video game. That's it. That's it. Pretty simple rules. So everybody in the live chat, if you're listening to this on the Jedi Council Podcast One feed or revisiting this, you missed it live and you're watching on the main channel that drops every Monday evening on Collider Video's YouTube channel, well, you can play along. You can drop in some comments. You can hit us up on Twitter. And for those joining us live right now, why don't you start putting in some of your favorite toys? What would be your top ten? We can probably read some of these towards the end of the show. Yeah. But I say we do it. You want to get into this, Fernandez? Uh, I'm in. We're going to go into the top 10 best Star Wars toys all time. It's episode 45 of Rule of Two. Rise. That's right. You heard it up top. It's episode 45. Rule of Two is here. I am Mark Riley, hosting alongside, as always, Mark Fernandez. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I'm hanging in there. Yeah, me too. It was a long weekend, but uh, good to be back. Good to be here talking Star Wars with you as always. Yeah, just a little bit of a distraction in the busy work day. But let, yeah. let's um, let's talk about one other thing. Okay. This list is very uh, reflective of you and I's age, okay? Absolutely. I just want to make sure that it's clear, okay, that this is a subjective list yeah. that's based on Riley and I. We had a, about, about a, an hour and a half meeting this morning. Yep. Which made me realize, damn, we can make like a top 50 list easily. Oh, yeah, because there's so many that we went, remember that? Remember that? And we wanted to add it. We kind of moved some stuff yeah. around and, and just go with so like – So many great Star Wars toys. The toys – this is the genius of Lucas as well mm. because when he made that deal for Star Wars and he got just a chunk of change. I think it was $3 million at the time to make the movie. He made like something like 500000 Yeah, and that was cheap back then. And he went, well, I want all the merchandise. And they went, sure. Yeah. Brilliant. And that's what brilliant. That's what built his empire. It really, he, he knew the movie would only be good if you if you lived it. Yeah. After you left the movie theater, exactly. And to your point, up top of the show, 
You continued living it. You continued those stories. I would make sequels. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, w- I was doing before there was Return of the Jedi. When I really remember playing with these things, I came up with my own version of Darth Vader and, and Luke's father, whether yeah. or not he was or not. What, what about, I don't remember what I came up with. What but. about did you? And in Toy Story does a very good job at like alluding to this kind of archetype. But did you also mix your toys up? Like yeah. you had your Star Wars, your GI Joe. Sure, all the know? time. And I, I did a big thing. This is what my favorite thing. Not only did uh, Han Solo was frozen in carbonite, right? But in my mind, so was Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, well, Lobot, all, Lando. Oh, I would put them in a it. cup of water, and then I'd put that in the freezer. No way. First of all, that's brilliant. Yeah, and then I would take it out, and they'd be stuck in there. Oh, that's brilliant. And I would stick it in one of the ships. I'd stick it in the Millennium Falcon. I'd stick it in uh, Boba Fett's Slave One and go, well, we got Luke Skywalker now and I'd have my own little adventure. And then I thought out and my mom would always be like, she would go into the freezer to get whatever, you know, turkey dinner right. we were doing, you know, from the from the microwave. And she's like, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, move these sides. Mark, you got to stop this. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody doing that. Oh, it was my favorite thing. And then that carried over into G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe would get frozen frozen in carbonite. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know, what I would do that I was always very proud of because I thought it was a great hack is that I would create my own play environment Mm -hmm. in my bed with my comforter. And the oh, comforter yeah. could be like a cave and have like mountains. And, oh, yeah. You know, like it'd be like an entire terrain. You know, look, I mean, that's, you know, I didn't have a lot of these sets that we're going to be talking about. But yeah, that's I had kind of how I dealt with it. And I think one or two made the list. But uh, but I had some of the keys. I had some of the keys. So, look, we'll go over honorable mentions first. Let's do honorable mentions first. Exactly. And then we will get to uh, the main list, the the top ten. And we'll go from what, ten to one? Ten to one. Okay. Yeah. And like you guys should guess, like it's always fun to see if you can guess the next one. Yeah. You know, after we reveal it, you know. So get involved in the in the chat. We'll try to, you know, shout you guys out. Yep. In this know, chat, chat back. It's going great. So if we miss some of your lists here, I just want to like, you know, grab some before we do this. I saw some great ones. Uh the Hoth Adat Walker, of course. Uh uh, what else was – what do we got here? Oh, my God. Where did they all go? Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. I don't want to waste time on this. So the, the – So honorable mentions, you want to just start with uh, – these are in no particular order, no by the way. No particular order, and I'm going to just throw this one out there because it was so rad when it finally came out, and that's Vader's own TIE Fighter. Yeah, man. That was a tough one. We wanted to, we wanted to put all these on these honorable mentions. We like wanted to keep putting on the list. Yeah, and like, and at one point I had this as high as five. Yeah, yeah, because this one it's Vader's Tie Fighter. We had the Tie Fighters, you know, and that's what was great about the toy is that you could hit the sides and the wings would fly off. Oh, the Tie Fighter, the yeah. Tie Fighter one, right? And that was always fun. But this one was gray and it had the the V shaped ones, and it was it was Vader, so it was like. The epitome of cool. Yeah, and that it was so cool. That was a fun one to have. So we put that on the honorable mentions list, and uh, I think it's perfect that the next one on the list is kind of involved with Darth Vader, and that's what you have in your office: the Hot yeah. Toys Dark Side Edition Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. So the so this one, we had a lot of people reach out. You know, once we announced this, and they kept saying, "Hey, make sure that you don't uh, exclude the prequels." Right. You know? And like, right. you know, everybody knows I'm a huge fan of the prequels. But ultimately what we realize is that ten slots is too little for a Star Wars toy list. Right. It is. It's just too little. There's too many great Star Wars toys. So um 
Anakin, Hot Toys, Dark Side Edition, Comic-Con Special Edition mm-hmm. made the list as an honorable mention because this is the coolest. It's beautiful. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And we did that unboxing video yeah. for Collider. Uh, you can see it. It's out there right now. And when we got that thing out, I mean, the detail, how cool he looks, the eyes, everything. It's yeah. just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I love those Hot Toys. So honorable mention. Honorable mention. And then we're going to follow that up. Like I told the story a little bit. This is coming to you. Thank you. Friend of the show, Brian Ward. Yeah. He yeah. hit us up. He said, this is the number one, and this was one of my number ones because I'll always remember this. And it's the first look, and it's the action figure. Well, I should say first look because I'll tell the story. It's Luke Skywalker as Jedi Knight. He's standing in Jabba's palace, and it's the first yeah. Kenner action figure of the line for Return of the Jedi. That's a great one. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's my favorite Luke of all three movies mm-hmm. is the Luke in Return of the Jedi. He's Badass. First gave the uh, the aesthetic of the Jedi that we all know and love today. Right. Uh, oh, that's not true because, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi in – That's the New standard Hulk look, had, I would had say. Had the cloak and all that stuff. But, but I know what you're saying. Luke with his cloak. With uh, the dark cloak. With the dark cloak and the black. And the black and like, you know, like the cape and like the kind of the Jedi, like what Darth Maul looks like when he's like walking away or like, you know. Right. The Emperor eventually also like had echoes of this look. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my it's my personal favorite uh, Luke, and I mean you know this for a long time. I had Return of the Jedi as my favorite movie. Yeah. in the Star Wars saga, mainly because of that opening scene of Luke going into Jabba's palace as a, as a man transformed by the Force. Oh yeah, I love that scene so much. And this this is the story that always gets to me because this was the height. When Return of the Jedi is coming out, this is the height of my fandom. I mean I'm losing my mind. I'm old enough to get all the toys. And my mom was in London for something and she saw that figure mm. and she bought it for me and she brought it back. And I had seen nothing on Return of the Jedi. Mm. I just knew it was coming. And so she, when she handed me that and I saw my hero, Luke Skywalker, dressed in all black with a green right. lightsaber because it came with the green lightsaber. Right. And I was went – Was it like the pullout? No. It was – once we got to Return of the Jedi – no longer they were doing the intro they, Yeah, the, the New Hope ones came out of their things. Yeah, and, I can't and Empire remember. too. I think Empire, they started holding them. Did they? I want to re- – I, I don't know. Yeah, if, somebody in the chat. The, yeah, you know, yeah, somebody in the chat. If you can find that, we would love that because I believe Empire started to do it differently, but maybe not. But I do remember the lightsabers that came with Return of the Jedi, they had these weird flat handles that you would put in their, in their mm-hmm. hands. And that was like new for me. So I saw the green lightsaber. I saw the black. I saw the picture, the cardstock. It came on. I saw some aliens in the background this from Jabba's palace. The movie. This is before I saw the movie. Oh, I wow, lost my yeah. ever loving mind. Yeah. I screamed. I remember sitting on my stairs, ah, and losing my mind. And that is just one of those memories that's in me for forever. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. So we had Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight, Return of the Jedi version. Uh, and then one, our, our Jason Inman, our good friend who just released his book, uh, Super Soldiers, dropping tomorrow actually. He was on Collider Live this morning. He came in there with, you got to put the Dewback and Stormtrooper two-pack action figures. Yeah. And I'm like, That's I love That's in the weeds. That. But look, I mean it was such a cool callback to it such is. a – to such an iconic figure that you know we put it in here. Yeah, we put we More put it in here more for him than anything else. Right, more for him. But I still I love those. I yeah. loved the and you know you got a lot of these toys growing up. But like I think of the Tauntaun, I and mean, you can just st- there's always a hole in each of these creatures. Yeah, that you can just stick them in. 
and just be like, there it is. And they and then the, they have fake legs already right, on the right, side. With, with, with the little holes in the legs. Yep. And it was so great. And uh, so that one made the list because it was just – I mean the Dubacks and the Stormtroopers riding them and, and New Hope, they're, yeah. they're cool. Yeah. They're very cool looking. So then we have a newer toy that came out around the same time as Force Awakens. Yeah, this one, this one I struggled with. Yeah, we it's, like it belonged. I think it belongs in the top ten, but it's it's really fun, and that is the BB-8, the Sphero co- co- uh, control that you can hook up to your phone, and you got your own little BB-8 remote control that goes around everywhere you want it to go. Yeah, that thing was so friggin' cool. It man. was really cool, and I remember. That was the early days that I was started working at Collider, and I we got one of those, and people were just playing with that thing. And I'd be at my desk, and I would just see BB-8 roll up yeah. and look at me, and then roll away. It's and I'm like, charming, "Who's controlling?" It's this? the most charming toy that's come out of this whole new, yeah, uh, you know, sequel saga. Oh, I forgot. I can't believe I did this because the next one on our list, I had a visual aid, mm. and it's sitting on my desk out there. Go get it. And that is okay. You're gonna you're gonna run the show yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, because it's. Yeah. You need this one because yeah. this is a special action figure, and I'm going to grab it. Yeah. So, um, all right, guys, it's just you and me now. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I um, I I love my Star Wars toys, and um, you know, my Star Wars toys uh, all kind of come from that sort of Kenner uh, generation. So obviously, the list is going to have a lot of that Kenner stuff. Yeah. But you know, we're trying like even even that we had to cut. A million things that we didn't want to cut. Yeah. It's hard. I mean the, the one thing that we noticed when we were meeting this morning is that how many toys are out there. Yeah. Because I would say something. You would say something. I would say something. You would say something. This was a long meeting that we were doing just to yeah. come up with these. Yeah. there's. We could have done a top 50. But anyway. Yeah. So, so um, the next – This is the last honorable mention, right? Uh, we have one more after right, go, that. Go, OK. Go. So this one came when I was doing the Star Wars plays. Star Wars trilogy in 30 minutes. They took us to Celebrations 2 around the time of Attack of the Clones, and there was a special figure there that you could only get at Celebrations mm-hmm. that year. Celebration 2. 2. Yeah. And it was George Lucas as an X-Wing pilot known as George Sakul. Yeah, and there is it is, mint condition. I've kept this thing since day one. If you can see it, yeah, that's cool. It's George Lucas, he's got his own little X-wing here. He's got his own gun. Celebration two, Commander George Sakul, Rebel year pilot. Is that? What year is that? This is two thousand. When did Attack of the Clones come out? That was two thousand and two. Yeah, two thousand two. So it was two thousand two when I got it. That's cool. I was there. Among X-wing pilots, Commander George Sakul is renowned for his inner strength, his ability to remain calm under fire, and his mentoring of young squadron members. So this is a cool toy. I love yeah. having this. Because it's something different. Yeah. You can't get it anywhere else. You could probably get it on eBay, but I don't know how much it goes for anymore. So there it is. Anyway, he gets it's an, priceless. It's, it's priceless, priceless for me. It's an honorable mention. Not every every day you get the yeah. uh, the maker. And this one, this next one, because uh, I know it's the last one that didn't yeah. make it. This one really killed me because – This one I, 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 I wanted on the list. This Top might be 10. my favorite Star Wars toy. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. And that's the original Slave One ship. Yeah, for Boba Fett because it came with your own Han Solo and Carbonite yeah. that you could load up in the back. It had a handle in the back, and you flip a switch, and the little sides go whoosh, so yeah. you could fly it. Yeah, yeah. And Boba Fett would slide up on this little like it had a little hinge on it, go doing, and yeah. you could see Boba Fett. Did in it there. come with Boba? It didn't come with Boba Fett, I don't think. Right, you had to get Boba Fett, which was tough. Okay, yeah, which you know. Got these honorable mentions, some heartbreaks in there. 
Slave One is a heartbreak one for me because it's just I remember playing with that thing. I mean, everybody knew. Yeah. That Bo- I mean, everybody wanted Boba Fett. Empire Strikes Back hits theaters, and Boba Fett fever hit soon after. Yeah, that we toy. Were, yeah, we, we were talking about this. I think that the toy actually had a lot to do with how um, grand the the um, like um, the uh, the myth of of. Boba Fett became, yeah. you know, because Boba Fett was, wasn't really on screen that much. But the toy was like, wow, this is the coolest looking, like, non-Jedi bad guy yeah. we have. Yep. You know, so it was like the bad guy that everybody wanted. He was. He just, because he didn't say anything. and He, he, he just he, looked badass. He looked badass. He captures Han Solo. You know, he just, you know, we didn't see him in action until Return of the Jedi, and then that didn't last very long. You know what I think it is? Because also um, you had all your stormtroopers were white, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Darth Vader was in black armor. Right. Right. And Boba Fett was really the only other baddie that had that aesthetic of the... That Ralph McQuarrie helmet and and the visor and the whole thing that was multicolored. Right. And do you know originally Boba Fett... Ralph McQuarrie drew him all white. So he had the aesthetic of the stormtroopers, but it was basically the design of Boba Fett. But it was all white. But all white. That is one of those figures that I want. There is a black series Ralph McQuarrie Boba Fett, all white, that I want. That is the one figure I would buy, and I can never find it when I'm at cons. Nice. Because that's that's one of my kind of favorite collectibles that I put up somewhere. Learn learn to Google. I can Google it. I just know that I can't – if I buy that thing, uh, I'll, I'll hear about it later. Oh, is it expensive? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure yeah. you could probably find it All and right. it won't be that expensive. So here we go with the list. I know uh, Cody's been in there because we're, we're actually going to show you pictures. Yep, we're going to show you stuff. some pictures. And uh, so we're going to start at number 10 and you're going to do a little talking on this because I, I don't know it that well, but I am very aware of its power and why it deserves a spot on this list. Yeah. And that is the West End Games, the original Star Wars role-playing game. This thing yeah. I remember my friends playing. I played a couple times, but I, I usually stuck with the figures. But this thing was huge. Yeah, look, I mean, like even when you say it, it just you know sends me rushing back to the memories of, of this game. And um, basically, this was this came out before the Thrawn trilogy, right? And uh, it became very, very, very popular. And it's still to this day. It's kind of like the Warcraft three of um, of uh, Star Wars, right? Okay, because Warcraft three for all the gamers out there who are fans of World of Warcraft, Warcraft three is basically the entire story of what's happened in the last 15 years of World of Warcraft in one game. Mm. So it's like all of the lore that's in World of Warcraft really comes from Warcraft 3. And a lot, a lot of the lore that we all know today as Star Wars lore. Yeah. Because the movies don't really have that much, you know, in the weeds stuff, right? Right. And then you had uh, that other novel that he wrote. Um, the second novel that was supposed to be the sequel that never became oh, the Splinters sequel. of the Mind Eye. Sp- Splinter, Splinter of the Mind Eye. Splinter of the Mind Eye. That doesn't. That goes a little bit into some yeah. into some stuff, but the the West End Star Wars RPG book, which uh, Cody put up the picture of there. You can throw that back up if you're listening, Cody. Throw that. Uh, just back people, up. Yeah, let's throw it back up. Just leave it on that versus us. <laughs> you, you don't know? see our ugly yeah, mugs. Yeah. But um, 
there was two books, right? There was the RPG book, and then there was something called the Source book, mm-hmm. and they worked in tandem together. Yeah. And and bottom line, um, you started the game by by choosing a character, and like each character had like this little sheet that you fill out, mm-hmm. and then there was one player that was the game master, and yep. then everybody kind of played. And yeah, you know, um, but all the stuff like Kyber crystals and and naming the different forms of the Jedi. And yeah. There's so much lore that you get from this book that when Timothy Zahn went to write the Zahn trilogy and he was hired, right. the only thing they gave him was this uh, book. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, yeah, I played a couple times, but like I said, it kind of missed me uh, back in the day. But I remember having friends in elementary school that were going to go home and play this, and they're like, we're playing this all the time. So yeah, it's so dope. It's great. So, so it came in at number 10. I'm thinking that we play this game, and um, I'd be interested to hear some of the feedback from you guys. If you guys would like like me, Riley, maybe have Dennis. Dennis, uh, yeah, be Dungeon Master. Be Dungeon Master. I would love it. And like maybe just try the game out. You we know? should. Like, Today, you know, see 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 how it flows. But anyway, I would love that. Yeah. All right. So that was number ten. At number nine, we have Master Replicas Vader, Darth Vader's lightsaber. Yeah. This is this um, one. This was the first real replica lightsaber that came out where it lit up. It, it the detail was astonishing. Yeah. It's one of those big boy toys, the big yeah. adult toys that like like oh, the, the the weight of the hilt. Yeah. And it's so cool looking, and it really kind of kickstarted the trend of getting these lightsabers that are completely movie accurate, light up. You know, people use them; they're carrying around the cons when, everywhere. When they hit, they they make they, the sound. They make the sound. It's great. So that made the list because I think it's important to put some of yeah. these these really uh, interesting kind of collectibles on there. You know, we had Anakin Skywalker <clears throat> hot toy on the honorable mentions. This one though is it's. It's gorgeous. Yeah, this one I, I've never owned this toy mm-hmm. or this uh, you know item. Have you owned, owned one no. of the sabers? No, I've never gotten one of the sabers. Yeah, I mean, look, they're always on the more expensive side, right? They are, yeah. You know, and then ultimately, it's like as much as I love the saber, it's like the flashlight still kind of works for me, mm-hmm. and like. <laughs> it's been a tough one for me because I did have Yoda's little lightsaber. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, on my desk for, for, for many years. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, But I never had Vader's. Um, but uh, the first time I saw it, because my buddy Mark Echo did have one in his office, it had the right weight. Yeah. You know, you press the button, it goes, whatever. Yep. You can detach the um the, the blade the blade and then yep. put you know put it up on its own little like carrying case thing so it's awesome yeah i i want to actually get luke's uh lightsaber or <coughs> i should say anakin's lightsaber that was then given to luke and then yeah. given to ray i i like that one that's my favorite lightsaber in all of the films um and i love that it's a part of the new trilogy so that that's my and, want and on <clears throat> at galaxy's edge um pretty much everybody's saying that the only real reason to go to build your own lightsaber. To build your own lightsaber. Yeah, I would do it. I want my own lightsaber. It's like two hundred bucks. Yeah, for everybody out there. But. A small price to pay to become a Jedi Knight. Yeah, but what? but, but supposedly it's like the same weight and the same you know the thing. Yeah. Would, you know. All right, so that was number nine. We're going <clears throat> on to number eight, and we're getting our very first playset. Yeah, and and indoctrinated into this list, and it's one of those playsets that I lost my ever loving mind for. Right. And it's the Ewok Village. Shit. Hell. You one of those? Yes. Oh, I remember the Ewok Village. I had the Ewok Village. 
And here's the story. So okay. it was Christmas, 1983. Everybody wanted the Ewok Village. That was the thing that every kid needed. And I asked for the Ewok vi- Village from Santa. And I come running down the stairs and I go to look under the tree and there's a picture of the Ewok Village with a note from Santa that said, I'm sorry. The elves ran out of material. Oh, we do not have it. But I've told your mother and your father. <laughs> I've scheduled it with them. Once, the, once it's available at Toys R Us, they're going to buy you the Ewok Village. It's in the mail. It's coming. So don't you worry. I lost my mind. I cried. I threw a tantrum. I got over it. Is this when you discovered that Santa wasn't real? I'm wondering. I don't know. It's I mean, around that's a that big time. Clue. That's a big that's clue. That's a big clue right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The elves don't freaking run out of toys. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know when I remember uh, when I figured that out. But I do know that I did end up getting the Ewok Village, and that thing was massive. It had – you could have little pulleys. You could put little things down. You could incredible. put the Ewoks everywhere. I, uh, I, of course, did the opposite, that I – the Empire stormed the Ewok Village and destroyed it. And uh, I, I played the Empire that day. And uh, right. you know that was just the way I was. I – to be honest, I couldn't really afford any of the play sets, or at least my parents, you know, didn't buy them for me. I mean, of course, I couldn't afford them. I was, uh, you know, yeah, like I couldn't, you know, feed myself. Yeah, um, but you might um, want to feed yourself over a Star Wars toy. Yeah, I did have one though. Mm-hmm. I did have one, which was a Hoth play set. Yeah, you know, but uh, I, you know, I forget if that even made the list now. But it's Hoth okay. play set. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We, no spoilers. Sorry no spoilers. Yeah. yeah. No. I neither <laughs> so, confirming yeah. nor so denying. Anyway, the Ewok, the Ewok Village, because like Riley was saying, it was a very important play set at the time. And yeah. it's like it's one of the classics. Yeah, and uh, the Star Wars Immortal in the uh, chat room says the pulleys broke and I had to fix it with shoelace. Yes. <laughs> right. Because if I remember correctly, there was these little black strings and they would break all the time. They right. were nothing. You'd put a figure in there and then it would break. You're just like, well, what's yeah. the point? But yeah, that's a great playlist. I'm seeing a lot of people in there saying, hell yeah, Ewok Village. That's a good one because it was so much fun. You got to play all your things and put your Ewoks in there. And if you were like me, the Empire would destroy it. So. Did you have little Ewok uh, action figures? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got all of Did them. Did it come with any action figures? I don't remember. Anybody in the chat remember if it came with Ewok action figures? I don't think it did. I don't think so. It was such a big playset that I, I think it was like, this is all you get. Yeah, this is all you get. You, because come on, it's, you know, Lucasfilm making some money here. If yeah. you want the Ewoks, you got to go get Wicket, Low Gray, Chief Chirpa. You got to go get all those guys. <laughs> right, so, right. My God, I can't all remember. Right. I remembered all those off the top of my head. Okay, so we go on to number seven, sticking with Return of the Jedi. This is one of my favorite toys. We talked about it, and that's the original Jabba the Hutt toy set yeah. that had Jabba, Salacious Crumb, and it came on a little uh, platform that if you take Jabba off of it, it opens up, and that would be the Rancor pit. And what I loved, it had like skulls like branded into the bottom, and you could just throw Luke in there, close it up, yeah. and put Jabba on top. I mean, look at this thing. Keep, keep this up for a while, Cody. Look at this thing. Look how cool this thing was. Yeah. So what, like – oh. And I remember at the back, at the back of Jabba, there was a little lever yep. that you could move his tail. Yep. Remember, you can move the tail. Yeah, you can move the tail. He had his little smoking uh, hookah, whatever that is, and that string that you could attach to the uh, to the dancer. Do you remember that? To the dancer's neck, more specifically. <laughs> the dancer's neck. <laughs> this I action place. Would this Look at toy this thing. even fly in today's uh, world? I, yeah. Yeah, this is such a cool toy, man. It's like I never had this toy either, but look at this uh, 10 
uh, ten pounds. It must be like a like a like a some you know garage sale thing. But back in the day, this thing was pretty expensive. Was know? it? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. I, like I just remember it as unobtainable. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I automatically say, "Oh man, this was expensive." A lot of these were were really hard to find. I talked about the Ewok Village. I remember going to it was Mervyn's at the time, Mervyn's, and they would sell all the toys. And I had been looking for Princess Leia in her uh, bounty hunter suit, Bausch or Boosh. We still don't know how to pronounce that correctly. At least I don't. Um, but a kid found the only one. It was like one in the back, and he pulls it out, and I grab it, and we had a tug of war over no it. Way. Yeah, like a cla- that's like a classic Cabbage Patch Kid moment. Oh yeah, and I ended up winning. Yeah, that guy got – he got pushed down and that was the day I got my Princess Leia as a bounty hunter action figure. All right. It was so, pretty damn good. Uh, Jabba the Hutt, number eight? No, Jabba the Hutt number was seven. number seven. Number so seven, Jabba the Hutt. We are moving into the top five, but we're going to start here with the number six selection and this should bring back memories to everybody that had it. This was an important yeah. key accessory in your Star the, Wars fandom. The most important accessory. The most important I think it still exists, mine. I think it's still in my mother's garage. Yeah. And that is the 28-figure capacity Darth Vader action figure case. Yeah, this You remember this thing? I mean, it's just like... This thing was, was... I mean, it was the best. Yeah. You'd put all your action figures in there. You'd close it up. You got Darth Vader. You have a little handle. And you can go to your friends and bring all your figures. This thing, this thing... Look, look how beautiful this thing is, man. Yeah. This thing was taught you... How to organize? Oh yeah, you know it's like it's very important too. You had a little thing that you yeah. could put the the, like the weapons in. Your mom could tell you to go do your bed. Your mom could tell you to you know brush your teeth. Your mom could tell you whatever she wanted. Mm-hmm. And you're still not going to do it. But the second you got this Darth Vader carrying case, all of a sudden everything was organized and neat. All your little figures were in there with the little guns next to them, and you would put the little name plates on them. Yep. I mean it was. It yeah, they, I think they had stickers that you could put each figure's name and like designate the the spot. You know, Luke was always at the top for me, and had the heroes, and then maybe Darth yeah. Vader, Boba Fett. But this <laughs> thing, I remember having, and like, oh, it just it brings back such memories. Like, this for me. was the home. Like we all talk about Star Wars toys. We love our Star Wars toys. Blah 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 blah. Right. Ultimately, it was a collection of action figures. Yeah. Okay. And this is where the action figures lived. And when you weren't playing with them, like, you know, Toy Story style, this is when they were hanging out with each other. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, this is a special place, this Darth Vader thing. I uh, I, I have just vivid memories of putting, like, all my figures in there and then opening it up and putting it on my dresser and crawling into bed at night and just yeah. looking and going, <laughs> life is good. Yeah. So that made the list at number six, and yeah. we're going to go right into our top five now. Yeah, this is exciting. This is starts getting a little more serious. Yeah, and our number five is a little bit of a cheat, but it's our show, so we're doing it. Okay. And that's we're clumping the three great Kenner action figures together, the first editions, the New Hopes, Obi Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader. And Luke Skywalker. Yeah, the three Jedi, because everybody had the three Jedi. Everybody had the three Jedi. These were yeah. the ones and these are cool because it was the first time that the, that we realized these lightsabers would come out of our hands. Yeah. And you are. would have a little switch and you go Whoosh. and I always remember Luke in particular, his lightsaber was yellow in the toy. Do you remember that? You can see it here. Yeah. Yep, there it is. I'm looking at it the at the splash screen here. Yeah, that's right because like um, Obi Wan's was blue. 
Obi Wan's was blue, but it's yellow on the on the case. That's that's weird on the box. You see on that? the box, yeah. That's awesome. It's so great. I mean, this the the lightsabers built into the arms of these action figures is just a part of of nostalgic childhood that people of our age and everybody. I see you in the chat saying, "Yep, yep, this is the thing that you remembered as a child." Yeah. And also, those lightsabers had this weird like dangling thing at the end. It was like a little tiny. It was weird. I don't yeah, know why yeah, they yeah. had that. And that would always break off. Always be the first thing to go. And you're like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. And then you would cry to your mom like, oh, the saber broke. Yeah, you know? I need a new figure. Um, and then those vinyl capes. The vinyl capes. My God. Those vinyl capes were something else. Yeah. They, they were tough to get off. Yeah, those <laughs> they were tough to get off. It was like, and, I don't want this fucking thing. And even tougher to put back on. And put it back on. And then when you took those vinyl capes off – they had big heads and really skinny bodies, and you're like, well, that doesn't look right. So you yeah. had to put the vinyl cape back on. But look, these these were the three toys that started everything because if you bought the Star Wars toys, you were going to get Luke, you were going to get Darth, and you were going to get Ben. You were mm-hmm. going to get a lot of other characters. Maybe you had a Solo. Maybe you had Princess sure. Leia. Princess Leia, Leia yeah. Then you, Jawa. You, know, you had maybe R2-D2 and like C-3PO. You started getting all the peripheral characters, but – if you didn't have Luke, Vader, and Ben, you yep. didn't have Star Wars toys. Yep, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, these were these were great toys, great memories. So they come in at number five: Luke Skywalker, Obi Wan Kenobi, and Darth Vader. Now, number four. Number four. This is one of our personal favorites. It's starting to get serious. It's very serious, especially with this toy, and that's the classic X-wing vehicle Kenner toy. Yeah. Where you press the R two D two head masterpiece. Now we're and, talking about masterpiece. Yep, this is a masterpiece of a toy. Yeah, you press that button, and the X wings S foils in the attack position pop up. Another button on the back makes noises. Remember that? I loved this toy so much. Look at this thing. It's gorgeous. I want this now. I would play with this right now. Yeah. It is so much fun. And you could perfectly fit little Luke in there. Yep. Put Luke in there. Would you ever change it up? Put Han Solo in there just for shits and giggles? Princess Leia? I didn't have the X-Wing fighter toy, dude. You didn't? Oh, man. I didn't That's have so bad. it, dude. I had the Hoth playset. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I had the Hoth playset and I had the carrying case. I had the Vader carrying case. This is – yeah. OK. I had Vader. I had Luke. I had Obi-Wan. Right. I had uh, one of the medical droids from Empire, which I believe was actually one of the rarer ones. Mm-hmm. I had R2-D2. Um, I had Leia. Okay. I had C-3PO. And my C-3PO was like plastic see-through because you're like, like that gold would wear off so right. fast, you know? Oh, it just – it just occurred to me that there is a toy out there that at least deserves an honorable mention yeah. that we didn't even get to. Which one? And it's C-3PO from Empire Strikes Back with Chewbacca oh, where yeah. he, he busts up and you can put them back together and you put them in the little vinyl carrying case yeah, that you would yeah, go yeah, on yeah, Chewie. Yeah. Chewie, that, Chewie. I had Chewie also. Yeah, Chewie was great, but that was a great toy. But um, we're off topic here. That should have been in there, at least for me. Yeah. Anyway, um, X-Wing fighter. This thing was gorgeous. Some of my friends had it. I was so jealous. Yeah. Because, you know, like I was convinced that you could somehow play laser tag with two X-Wings. Yeah. You know? You hit all the buttons. Yeah. 
made these weird sound effects that were nowhere near the movie, but that's – I think it – right? It was awesome. I think it would go, yeah, something weird. <laughs> but I loved playing with this. And yeah, I see some of you in the chat. You guys put the battle damage oh, on the right. X-Wing. That's yeah, right. the there stickers was... yeah, that the had stickers. the battle damage yeah. instead. Oh, oh, that's awesome, dude. That was so much fun. And uh, so that that is why it landed at number four. And – in that same kind of category of vehicles, this was a big one for me. Yeah. Number three is the AT-AT. Ah, this thing was like – This was the greatest toy I ever had. This was like the toy that that one guy whose parents – again, I keep going back to this kind of like – Did you not have the, the AT-AT? <laughs> I did. Of course not. OK. Of course not. Only this is like a the movie. rich kids had the AT-AT. This is a movie that needs to happen. Oh, is God. That this, look at this thing. Mark Fernandez goes on a journey to get all the toys he didn't have. I didn't have any of them. Wow. I had Look, I had a lot. Yeah. I had a lot. But the AT-AT with the, with the snow soldiers and like – Oh, yeah. And that was another thing. I mean You could put thing, all your dude. figures in there. You could put your figures in you there. You could put all your figures in there. And I would do that. And that was and one was of my big. favorite things. Yes. I mean, look how big it is. It's huge, and it would make and uh, it would uh, you know you could move the legs to make it walk, and I believe that it had um, yeah you could pull the top off and put your guys in there, but it would make noises on the head too. And yep, and the noise and the guns would go like this. No, the guns didn't move. Yes, they did. Oh, you son of a bitch! Yes, they sure you did. You had this toy. I did. You had this and the Ewok Village? I was very – And the uh, X-Wing. Now I realize how lucky I am just Dude, by like, sitting across from the table from you. It's a huge thing, man. Like, Yeah, Star Wars Immortal says, I knew a kid that had the AT-AT. He was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> was it me? <laughs> I mean, look, this AT-AT was – this was for like – this was for fancy children, little lords. Yeah. See, the thing about my parents that I respected is that if I wanted that AT-AT, I would have to go work my ass off. I would clean out the gutters up right. on the on the roof and right. then I'd go, can I have my AT-AT now? <laughs> no. Right, right. You got to do more. You got to go wash. I would wash my dad's car and he'd go, all right, yeah. well, let's go to the toy store. Yeah. So he'd make me work for it. But nonetheless, look, I was look, very lucky. Um, yes, you were very lucky. And um, if you still had it, I might come over tonight and play with it. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> two grown men playing with their AT-AT at yeah, home? This AT-AT toy, what is it, number three on the list? That was number three. Yeah. yeah, it's well deserved. I mean, like this is the coolest fucking Star Wars toy. Yep. I, I you know, there's two more. There's one more that I think is cooler than this. Yeah. Okay, which is number two, and then there's number one, which is the most important Star Wars toy by far. It's not even. Yes. It's not even close. Right. Right. So, right. Anyway, we'll keep rolling. We're almost done here. We're almost See, like, done. I feel like we could, you know, like we're we cutting can talk it short. forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because we're you cutting know, it short. We're doing really well here because we still we got about 20 minutes left in the show. We're gonna finish up here and then we can go in the chat room and get some some Fine. nice questions Fair from enough. you guys and and share your toy memories as well. Uh, you know, because uh, all these these comments in here are fantastic. I'm reading was, them, and this guy, I was a fancy little lord who had an AT-AT. <laughs> I, I was a fancy lord. Yeah, only the little lords had AT-ATs. That was way. me sitting on my yeah. on the hill probably, on high. It, it, did you have the? Um, um, you know what? We'll talk about it after because I don't want to spoil the uh, the next two. Okay. All right. So so before we get started, mm. let's get a really quick from the chat. Um, who do you guys? think is our number two toy let's just give it a second yeah here. we got to give it a second it's on a little bit of delay but we have two slots left you guys what's at number two and what's at number one yeah let's just start, start. wonder if you can guess it 
Start guessing. People are saying, okay, you know what? Let, let's get into the list. It would be fun to look at what they write. A lot of people yeah. are saying Millennium Falcon is definitely number one. All right. Let's, let's – I uh, like that. Let's go. And I do want to say number one is number one by 10 miles. It's yeah. not even close. It's yeah. not even close. Because of – yeah, and we'll get to it. Yeah. But number two – that is right. It's the Millennium Falcon. Yes, yeah, so cool. it is the it's the the gold standard. Not only could you you know fly this ship, not only could you lift the back up and put Han Solo and Chewbacca at the chess table. Yeah, put Luke Skywalker maybe in the in the in the controls. Put Princess Leia yeah, on the gun turret. Thing. Look at this thing. Just keep that up. Look how beautiful that is. And that kid, it kind of looks like Cody. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like a young Cody getting a, a, a spaceship on, on Christmas morning. <laughs> That's look, great. Look how cool that freaking thing is, man. That thing was like kind of the end-all, be-all. I mean I've never seen a toy like this at that time. Did you have the Millennium Falcon? Of course not. Of course not. We're going to we're gonna have to cut the, the show. Little, only the Little Lords had the Millennium Falcon. I mean like do you have – did it have a chess table? Yeah. It had the chess table. It had the freaking chess table. You had to put all the stickers in there. You could put people in the gun turret. You could move the the, the satellite dish, whatever it was. This thing was, uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, like it has like the 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 um, the bay door. Mm-hmm. You could probably walk the dude up of it. Yep. I did have this because apparently I grew up in a castle. <laughs> you had and this one too. Of course I did. I don't. I. It's, did it's you like, have a Tie Fighter? I had a TIE Fighter, yeah. Oh my I got God. all the toys. Did you have Vader's TIE Fighter? I did not have Vader's TIE Fighter. But you had the normal TIE Fighter. I had the normal TIE Fighter. Damn, yeah, that one was badass too, man. That one was fun. Honorable mention. Yeah. Shout out to the TIE Fighter. The TIE Fighter probably should Dude, deserve. So where is your Star Wars collection today? Oh, God, it's gone. Is I it don't gone? know what happened. It was just like I didn't think two things about it when I got older. and they You just, have them all, dude. I know. I blew it because didn't I have a friend. Did you watch Toy Story? <laughs> I have, yeah. I watched Toy Story. I should have kept him. Listen to this. One of my best friends from high school still has over 200 vintage Kenner action figures, mint condition, all in their cases, including something I'll say later, including one of the big ones. But like the this toy collection, every once in a while, I'll tell him, can you text me that picture again because I want to see it. He has them all laid out. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you have your – if you were to have children right now, that is their college fund. Yeah, that's how much money you're sitting on right now. And he's like, I know, I'm never selling. Hold on, but so do you think your your parents threw your Star Wars toys away? Like, yep. Do you know that for a fact? Oh yeah, they did. They threw them away. There was a there was. I mean, this is the thing about my mom that would happen every once in a while. Spring cleaning. She's like, you're getting rid of stuff. In high school, I got rid of a lot of stuff. I don't remember if it was all thrown away. Most of the toys were broken. By the time I got done with them, they were all – the Millennium Falcon did not last right? because the top would fall off. Right, right. And you'd lose the top. The top was gone at one point. <laughs> so you know, Luke and Leia are holding on for dear life and <laughs> right, flying right. in space you know, right. because they're going to fly out of that thing. The cockpit ended up breaking, so Han Solo and Chewbacca are, are doing the same thing Luke and Leia are doing in the back. They're like, yeah. oh, we're out in space. Yeah. But the Millennium Falcon, Kenner – Toy was the coolest toy there is. Yep. The at at I thought was very 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 cool. Yep. But the at at is not the friggin' Millennium Falcon. The at at is not the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon is everything. Is the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. It's the Millennium Falcon. It's the yeah. reason why it's in the sequel trilogy as one of the main ships. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. just it's it's, it's iconic just a, Star it's Wars. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Sorry. Right, here we go, guys. Number one. Yep. 
Number one. Yeah, and the Jedi Cowboy guessed it, right? Yep. A lot of you are going to guess that. Jedi Cowboy got it. Everybody else, you can jump on in there and just give it give it your best shot. It's got to be, yeah. ah, we've waited too long. You know it's Boba Fett is number one. Boba Fett, number one. Because do you remember this hype? Yeah. Sure, we mentioned Slave One and the hype of Boba Fett and how cool he was. We talked about how cool he was. But this toy is one of those most special toys in my memory because of how cool he was, how cool the action figure was. You thought there was that urban legend going around that you could get the shooting rocket. There's only like one of them out there. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's more than one. But if anybody ever tells you that they have a Boba Fett. With firing missile. With firing missile, which was a little red missile that came with it. Mm-hmm. They're lying to you. Yeah. Because there's only a few left. And they re- – like like collectors will buy them for around $150,000. <laughs> That's insane. A hundred and fifty. Thousand dollars is what they go for. That's so insane. If a buddy of yours tells you he has him, he's lying. Best case scenario, he's got this one that that we have the picture up, which was awesome because they had the the uh, the cloth uh, jacket thing. Remember that? Right. Uh, this is just absolutely gorgeous. This oh, toy. bummer. We gra- I, Is it me? Did I grab the wrong Boba Fett image? Because that's the newer version. That's up there now. So you guys know what I'm talking about. I'll try to find one and like you, – you, What? You're talking about the classic classic? The classic classic because this is the updated version. Yeah, yeah. This was the safe version. This is the version that came out after they said that the little missile um, could actually kill little babies <laughs> and like they would choke on it. That it was like the pieces were too small and you could choke on the missile. Right. But that – I mean – So they recalled it. But I'm saying right now the image that we have up there, that's like the updated version of Boba Fett. It's not the Kenner original. Oh, OK. okay. So I grabbed all the right. wrong image when I For put it out For number one, he grabs the wrong image. I grabbed the wrong image. It's all Damn good. Damn it. It's all good. Because we, it's the Boba Fett that is like this, – this coloring on this figure is like you know screen accurate. The toy that we had had like blues and purples yeah, and green yeah. Yeah. and like – I know, thought this looked a little different. I thought this it looked did. a little different. It did. Damn it. That's my that's my bad. It's all good. You guys can can Google it. Boba Fett original Kenner toy Empire Strikes Back. And yeah, you know it. what you're ta- we're, what we're talking about, and I li- I loved it because the the figure had some good some decent detail for for the second run of the Kenner action figures during Empire Strikes Back. We had the missiles and the and the flamethrower on the sides. Yeah, and he would just go like this. So awesome. But he was great. These dudes were seen as <laughs> the you know. Walter Payton rookie, Joe Montana rookie, mm-hmm. the Mickey Mantle card. I mean, like, if you had a collection that even seemed slightly serious to another seven-year-old right. of your Star Wars toys, the oh, look at that! That's it. Is that it? Cody, Cody Hall right. with the with the Cody with the Hall buzzer, with the grab. Yeah, with the buzzer beater. There yep. you go, Cody. Thank you, buddy. I love it. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, give yourself. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's the one. But um. If you had a collection and you met up with your, you know, with your buddy and you guys like brought both your collections in your Vader carrying cases, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, the second you opened up your your Vader carrying case, everyone's looking at the other box to see if Boba Fett yeah. is in the is in the case. That's the only one that matters, right? That is the only one that matters. And Direct Assault says Boba Fett came out before Empire Strikes Back when nobody knew who he was. Yeah, and I that jogs my memory. Thanks, Direct Assault. That is very true. It jogs my memory, much like when I got Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi before the movie came out. Yeah, I, you know, I had this one. 
You had this Boba Fett? I had this Boba Fett. See, not the I didn't the, have that Boba Fett. Not, not the one with not the, the rocket shooter. Not the rocket shooter, but you know what? My brother had it. It was my brother's. I could never find this thing until, I don't know. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I had a sister. Okay, so you guys never had to share your Star Wars toys. I did have to share. She got into it, and we we had some fights over this yeah. stuff because she she was she's a huge Star Wars fan, still yeah. is to this day. Because like my brother had his own shelf of Star Wars toys, mm-hmm. and I had my own shelf of Star Wars toys, and it was like a competition, right? It was like the Macy's like you know Christmas you know window displays. We would like do our little setups, you know. But right. we had we had rivalry. But my brother had the Boba Fett. Right. And the second he wasn't looking, that Boba Fett was adventuring with my guys. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of those figures that you, it was a must-have because yeah. of the way he looked. And I'm seeing a lot of you in the chat say it came out after the Star Wars Holiday Special. Haskell 420, thank you for that. Um, did it? I, I, I somewhat remember. But I remember it. I do remember, I think, it coming out. I mean... I don't at, remember when the hell it came out. At, th- at this age, man, it was like no matter what, I'm buying these action figures. Yeah, yeah. But what I do remember about the Boba Fett one in particular is that it was the most sought after. Like it was like the the connoiss- like like the Star Wars connoisseurs seven year olds. Yeah. That you know they're the most sought after one. The one that they would always bring up is like, hey, do you have a Boba Fett? Yeah. Oh, you don't have Boba Fett, huh? So you don't really have. You were- everyone's got Vader. Everybody had Vader because yeah, yeah. they would make a ton of those. But for Boba Fett, he was like – it's like they knew what they were doing. It's yeah. like, we'll only make a few of these. Yeah. And so it was so hard to find Boba Fett. It was like finding a unicorn in the forest if you found this thing at, at Mervyn's or whatever. Yeah. So, so look, that, that's the list. Before we go into questions, there, there is one honorable mention that I don't think we, we mentioned that, I, that it's a great toy, Star Wars toy. Probably one of the few that I play yeah. today um, and that's X-Wing Miniatures. X-Wing Miniatures was really fun. I played that as well. Yeah, yeah. X-Wing Miniatures is a lot of fun. It's a tabletop game, mm-hmm. dice game. Um, but they they um, they bring these beautiful little miniature models of the ships mm-hmm. um, with all of these stats and all. It's full-on geeky stuff. Really, really, really cool game. You guys should check it out. So uh, everybody in the chat room, I know some of you are like, whoa, you know, this pretty heavy on nostalgia, pretty heavy on the, the time. So yeah. we missed a ton of them. Start dropping in the ones we missed. Yeah, we missed a ton. From your – I don't care if it's from this today. This is our list. This is what we thought was yeah, a decent this list. This is what we loved, right? Yeah. Your list. Drop in whether it's from the prequel era, of the original trilogy, even the sequels. I want to see your list. And I'll, I'll bring up an honorable mention that we talked about where you're like, eh, I kind of miss me. But I like it for the story and for the big marketing tie-in because there was no Star Wars out in movies. Mm. And that's when they did a, a Shadows of the Empire line mm. of action figures. Yeah. Paired that with the release of a book. Paired that with the release of a video game. Yeah. Paired that with the release of comic books. All the events. It was a big, huge marketing blitz, and I bought all of it. That's awesome. And it was the story that takes place between Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. And if you haven't read it, it's one of the best Star Wars stories out there. You mean between Empire and Empire and Return of the Jedi? Sorry. So it's all about how Leia, Luke, Chewbacca, Lando—they all try to find Han Solo. And there's a little side adventure with Boba Fett because guess what happens with Boba Fett when he gets Han Solo? All the bounty hunters start attacking him. Mm-hmm. IG-88, Bosk, they're all going after him to take Han Solo. And Boba Fett has to like – he gets detoured from going to Jabba's. And then meanwhile, you get introduced to Prince Shizor who is the 
he runs Black Sun, which is a, like a mafioso yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, All this stuff is from the RPG, by the way. It, that's right. It is. All of it. Black Sun. Black Sun. IG-88, Shizor, all I, that stuff. It's great. So that was a fun. The, the video game was pretty fun, too. It was cool. And you it played as cool. Dash Rendar, who. Uh, On the SNES, right? Yeah. He was, uh, he was like, oh, no Han Solo? Here's a Han Solo. Yeah. He was created specifically for that. But, yeah, they they were very fun. But, yeah, everybody start dropping in some of the – yeah, Shadows of the Empire. McGregor, McGregor's 99 knows what I'm talking about. The plastic lightsabers. Green beans, beans green. Yeah. Say that three let's times take fast. A couple, let's take a couple questions. We only have about five minutes before yeah. we got to go here. Do so. you remember, though, these plastic lightsabers where they didn't have any batteries or anything? There's big, thick handles, and you would swing it and it would go – Oh, I think I do remember. Yeah, that was fun. They have like two little holes at the top. Yep. I do remember so that. So it dude. catch the air and make yeah. some noise. That I was do, a big toy I do that I loved. That. That's cool. I would have that thing everywhere. Plastic. So Droid Factory with the three-legged R2. That Junkman says. Thank you for that. The Droid Factory. I remember you know that. You know which other one was a cool one? Hmm. The Micro Machines set. The Micro Machines set was pretty good. You yeah. know, like like because Micro Machines was, was popping off at that time. And then they did like a little Endor Micro Machine set and they did mm-hmm. a few different little Micro Machines. And seeing those tiny little ships was always pretty fucking cool. Yeah, they were, they were fun. I, I wasn't a big Micro Machines fan mostly because I finally got some and I lost them. They were gone. I couldn't find them. All right, so let's take a couple of questions before we run out All here. All right, guys. Drop in some questions now. There is a little bit of delay, so I'll give it a minute. I'll talk a little bit around it, but we would love some questions. It doesn't have to be about toys. Yeah. It can be just about anything Star Wars that you want to ask myself. Or Somebody Fernandez. said here, Toy Bill said, Mark, let's, uh, let's do a Star Wars Hot Toys list. That's actually – It's a good idea. It's a good idea because you know, you could fill up all 10 with just Hot Toys of how cool they are. My, my particular favorite Hot Toy I don't own but I want to own one day is the Darth Vader Episode uh, 4 uh, Hot Toy. Ooh. You know, he's got like the red eye tint. It's like it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Uh Johns has one. I don't have one. All I have is um Dark Side Anakin. I have Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and I have um episode three Anakin. So two nice. Anakins and a Kylo is all I have for Star Wars. Very nice. And I have a Darth Maul, but it's not Hot Toy, it's um it's the other company. Sideshow. Sideshow, yeah. Yeah. Those are some cool ones. Uh, my question is, do you think that the reason Palpatine came back now for nine is because Snoke died in eight and he was really Plagueis the Wise? Now that he's out of the way, Sidious can make his full return, says Slapsman. Uh, I don't know. I mean I think mm. I think uh, if we go off of what J.J. and Kathleen Kennedy said at Star Wars Celebration, they were always planning on bringing Palpatine back. And I said it when the news broke. What is the one character that truly ties the entire saga together? Yeah. Palpatine. I mean, for me, it's Anakin, but Anakin, sure. But I mean, I'm talking like villain. Especially, I mean, especially episodes one through six, right? It's really Anakin's story. It really is Anakin's story. And yeah. now, you know, TBD on what the 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 final story will be in the Skywalker saga. But Sheev Palpatine was the puppet master in the prequels, the main villain or the main the big baddie. I mean, Darth Vader took all the 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 limelight, which rightly so. But I think it makes a lot of sense to bring him in. I don't know how they're going to utilize him. I hope it has something to do with Snoke. Yeah. And I hope it has something to do with Darth Plagueis. And it ties all of that I, information together. I hope so, man, because we got to have some kind of answer for Snoke. But anyway, that's a podcast for another day. That is a podcast for another day. Question If you can pick one Star Wars costume to wear every year on Halloween, which would it be? 
If I could pick one and look good in it. I love that. And look good Thanks, in it. Thanks, Gabby obviously. Max. Um, I know what I want. And I want to and I want to get the replica. Probably, probably, uh, I'm too old for it, but probably like a like an Anakin type, yeah. you know? Yeah, you got to go Anakin. Yeah. And I'm doing Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi with the cloak and yeah, the lightsaber. That's badass. That's badass. I want that I want that outfit. I actually tried to be Luke Skywalker on Bespin, get rid of my hand yeah. one year, couldn't find all the, <laughs> right. couldn't find all. All right, all. cool. Well, look, that's been fun. That was fun. Today. That was a really fun episode. We're yeah. going to wrap it up here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us in the chat. What a great, lively conversation that we had in there. I saw a lot of it. Sorry if we didn't get to any of your questions or some of your suggestions for the toys, but that was, that's our list. That's our top 10 list of the best Star Wars toys. Obviously, very weighted on the Kenner, very weighted on the nostalgia. I mean, we're old guys. We're older. But you know what's great about Star Wars, everybody, is that I still bought all the prequel toys, Mm. even though I was a little bit older, and I collected them. I have those in a box somewhere, Mm. Um, and I will hold on to those for a while. But if you're listening to this at home right now, maybe you're on Podcast One Jedi Council feed. You can drop in some of your comments or hit us up on Twitter. I am at Riley Around, at Mark Fernandez on Twitter. But if you're watching this, drop in some of your comments. What did we miss? Because we sure as hell missed a lot. Yeah. We missed a Give lot of the prequel stuff. Tens. Give us your top tens. I want to read these things, and maybe we can do some honorable mentions of the list. Like next week we could do a postmortem. Like, oh, so many things. people yeah. talked about this one. We missed that one. So many yeah. people talked about that. So drop in those uh, comments in there. We will be reading them here on the Collider Video main page where Rule of Two drops every Monday night. So I want to thank you, Mark Fernandez. Thank you as always. Uh, great hanging out with all of you out there. Please subscribe. Share this show. Give us some comments over there on the Podcast One feed on, on your podcast, wherever you get your podcast, and drop in your comments. Hit that like button and subscribe to Collider Videos for Jedi Council. That's on every Thursday and the spinoff show. Here we are, Rule of Two, dropping every Monday. It's Rule of Two. It's episode 45. It's in the books. Rise. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.